Podcasting is networking. Cafe Networking Podcast promotes entrepreneurs, startups, authors, business experts throughout the world. I'm Tom Riach, known as the king of networking, connecting people and speaking from my studio in Vinhedo, São Paulo, Brazil. Today we talk with Maxwell Ivey, and he's joining us from Conroe in Texas in the United States. Maxwell Ivey is known as the blind blogger. He's totally blind, an inspirational self-help author, storytelling motivational speaker, online media publicist, and founder of What's Your Excuse Network. Maxwell offers online training called On The Air, an eight-week course to help creative interpreters learn to use podcast interviews to share their stories, reach new audiences, and grow their brand. So, Maxwell, you've been interviewed over 200 times. Tell us more about On The Air and how did it start? Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to speak with your listeners. It started because I was doing a lot of podcast interviews myself as a blind person living in a a suburb with no real good transit options. I had found podcasting as a way I could network with people without having to leave my house. And that was very, very uh, uh, attractive to a blind guy. So I started doing interviews in 2013 and people started noticing and they're like, Max, how do you get on all those shows? So I started telling them. And then a good friend of mine said, Max, you can't keep giving away all this good material for free. You need to create a course. So <laughs> I create, so, so I created, created a, um, an automated course, you know, an, an audio where people could download, download it and do it at their own pace. Right. And, and, uh, that's worked really well. I've had several people book their first interview within 24 hours of, of listening to the audios. And then I thought, you know, that's great, but a lot of people may need more help. So then I created the eight week course, which is a, you know, a hands-on more interactive version of the same thing. And in the course I teach what I have learned, Mm-hmm. doing over 200 interviews and also being on the other side of the mic as the host of what's your excuse. And I teach people think things about um, understanding what your story is and learning to tell it more effectively, because as you know, people don't buy our products or services, they buy our story. And if you don't know what yours is and you can't tell it well, then podcasting is really not going to work for you. So we start there and then um, I take them through mock question and answer sessions work with them on their technology, help them address mic fright and other fears. Uh, Talk to them about viewing the podcast interview as an experience. Right. So that even if something goes wrong, it was still a good day. My first (laughs) podcast interview was a train wreck, but it led to a weekly spot for six months on a, on a online radio network. So even the bad days can be good ones if you approach them right. And then, you know, the actual interview, but then as we were speaking beforehand, the more important parts, um, what do you do after the interview? Right. You know, how do you promote your podcast interviews so that people see these interviews? And you do that for two purposes. One, because it's a, it's the perfect way to say thank you mm-hmm. to the host for giving you the opportunity. Because trust me, when I go on your podcast, your listeners are already predisposed to like me. They're going to give me a few minutes at least to find out if Max is full of hot air or if Max has something <laughs> important to say. So so that's that's a value, and and as a guest, you have to show proper gratitude for those opportunities. And right. then on the other side, 
On the other side, it doesn't matter how great I was on your podcast if nobody ever hears it or if not enough people hear it, because right. I'm sure you have a good audience. So the more people I share it with, the more people are going to be inspired, educated, and entertained. And I actually, instead of titling the page on my website as, you know, past interviews or something like that, the page is titled my gratitude page. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's so I look at it that way. And then uh, a couple other things I like to teach people is the emotional value of having a podcast interview, because this is the closest thing we've gotten to in person in, a, in several years now. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of busy people, it's still going to be the closest thing they do to in person. And having these real conversations with somebody who understands who you are and at least is trying to get you has a lot of emotional value. I look forward to podcasts. I take a shower, you know, I put on my headset and I, I'm like, Hey man, if we were going to go do something, you know, so, so there's, and then also after I sit down with you and of course with your podcast, we had a lengthy conversation before I talk again, after we mm-hmm. press stop. Right. Um, those times are worth gold as far as building a relationship with the host that can lead to other opportunities. Because I know that you have two other shows. Now I may not be a good fit for those other shows. Maybe I am, but you may eventually host a conference or do a book collaboration or some other opportunity could come along. And if I treat this as a one off, then I'm never going to get those opportunities. But if I treat this as the first step in building a relationship with you and with your audience, then other great things can happen. So to me, I really feel like a lot of people got into podcasting either because of COVID or because their friends and Mm -hmm. business people told them they should be on podcasts. But if you're not going to do it right, you're not going to get the return on the investment. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to quit. Well, I want to, I want to touch on two points that you just mentioned. I think they're fantastic. Uh, The first, which you mentioned You've taken a shower. I'm, we're on video I'm, I, for our listeners. Even though this podcast, Cafe Networking, is audio, uh, we are on a video conference. And I, I mentioned to Max before that I, I wanted to be able to see him. And Max does have his headset on. Max probably took a shower. I don't know. Your hair's not wet. I don't know if your hair's wet or not. But he does have a shirt and tie on. So he, he's ready for whatever comes. And I think that's key to being ready for an interview in any sense. The second point that you mentioned, yes, I do have two other podcasts. And one of them I already mentioned, you are a fit. Talk to Brazil is in English. Uh, the other, BBN Brazil, that's in Portuguese. So until you learn Portuguese. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you probably won't be a candidate there. But never say never, all right? But the story that you have, and I want to commend you because, uh, as I mentioned, as a podcast host, we interview many people, Uh, but not many of them know what to do after they've been interviewed. So I can see, and I commend you for training people to the point, but also including that the day after. What do we do with this? We've created a nugget. And how do you go out and, and, and not only keep it, uh, but, but show and tell about that. It becomes another story. You, you mentioned storytelling. Uh, having been a guest is another story. It's a story in a story. So those are the things, I think, that generate and create value. But way back when you said you started, and you mentioned that you, you live in a small city, Conroe, which uh, you had the difficulty of getting around, but even those of us who can see, the world has 8 billion people. We don't really have to get up and go. 
all right? We really shouldn't have to get up and go. We need to connect with people around the world all the time because there are opportunities everywhere. So what you have done, for one reason, you've reached the world. You don't need to get on a bus or get into the local <laughs> transport. You're everywhere. I appreciate you saying that. It is so true. Um, the The world has gotten much smaller through technology, and one of the one of the positives to COVID is so many more people have embraced the uh, ability to make connections online. Uh, a few years ago, if we were having this conversation, you would be asking me something along the lines of. Max, you think it's possible to make a really good friend without ever meeting them in person? Mm -hmm. And I would have had to convince you the answer is yes. But now, <laughs> you know, a few years later, we have people that are, you know, recording songs and performing plays over Zoom in 20 different cities around the world. So right. uh, it's definitely accelerated that process. And I'm, and I'm one of those people who benefits immensely from it. Uh, and it's, it's really interesting to see. It's uh, also really cool that, I can say I was doing this before it became, before it got to be the cool thing to do. Right, right. And I agree with you. That's where I started before all this. And what I was able to teach myself and learn from others that networking, what I always say, I can only increase uh, my group of relationships with people I don't know. I can reinforce it with people I already know. Uh, but I can only add on with people I don't know. We have never met, right? Virtually right. or in person. Uh, but I don't want to say we don't need to. If we have the chance, I'd love to. Uh, but today's world, we just can't sit still waiting to go up and, and shake a hand anymore. That is so true. And I'm, I, w I hope you will go back to this audio if you haven't already written those two sentences down somewhere. Because those are genius, my friend. I mean, those are ex so succinctly expressed what both of us believe about making connections over the internet as a, uh, in addition to making them face to face. I just love that. I can only make uh, new connections with people. I don't know. I can only reinforce connections with people. I already know. I mean, those are the kind of statements that are going to make people stop and think, wait a minute, I got this stuff all wrong. <laughs> so I, I really hope you will write those down and, and put them where people can see them because those are some very powerful uh, statements. And I don't know if you use those regularly or not, but I mean, uh, I'm, I'm not saying this just to say this. Those are the kind of statements that, you know, should be out there with some of the other really great ones, like the ones you see from Eleanor, uh, Eleanor Roosevelt or Helen Keller. I mean, well, I, what, what, those are big. Well, well, thank you for the the greatness. Uh, yeah. I do use those because I've uh, I'm known as the king of networking, not because I call myself that, but it's, it really came from other persons. And since I am saying I'm in Brazil, I'm an American who's come here. When I came to the country, I only knew eleven people. Uh, so for me to stay here. Uh, to learn a language, I didn't know the language. So there were a number of challenges. So uh, that all, that's all part of it. And to me, today I can say that was simple. The beginning wasn't. It was difficult. Um, but, but to that point, every day I met somebody new, and every person I met became part of my network, but also became what I also call an ally. So my networking is not to sell something nor to find a job which are the two basics. My networking is to find and create allies and be an ally to another person. I think that's fundamental. 
I couldn't agree with you more. And that's the main reason why I started the WYE podcast network was to help was to start building a community of other podcasters who either have a disability or who want to support the people that live in the disability community. And I felt like there are lots of great people out there who are, are producing wonderful content that isn't being heard enough because they're trying to grow that audience by themselves. And now we've got a total of 15 podcasters who are starting to build a community. And so, yeah, it's, it's really cool networking. And uh, I also want to say it's, it's uh, interesting that I'm on a show with the king of networking and he admitted that, uh, or you admitted that that's not a title you chose. It's one other people gave you. I'm not the blind blogger out of choice either. I mm-hmm. was given this name by people on the internet who, uh, and you know, seven, eight years ago when I was writing my first blog for the Midway Marketplace, which is a site where I help people sell used carnival rides, mm-hmm. uh, I was one. I was one of the few bloggers anybody knew who was visually impaired. So, if you're a blind person in a group, you usually become the blind something. And since I was a blogger, I became <laughs> a the blind, blind blogger. blogger, and it's grown into a heck of a brand. And now, if, if somebody came to me the other day, they said, Max, if you Google the blind blogger, you're all over the front page of Google. I said, you got to go 20, 30 pages deep into Google before you find somebody else Right. if you're looking for the right. blind blogger. so <laughs> and, and I've written four books. Two of them have the blind blogger in the title. Two of them don't. The two that have the blind blogger in the title are much easier to find on Amazon because people right. are already looking for me. Well, the title of this episode is going to be the blind blogger. It's going to be your name and the blind blogger. That's it. I'm not saying I don't want to under under uh, estimate the rest of what you have done. Uh, but this is your, your, your massive keyword that will come back to you is that. And the right. same for me. We, we have in niche marketing, you have to find your niche, then you have to own it. And yes, and, and it will happen. So, again, right. and it, go ahead. Yeah. In, in my case, it was a little more difficult for me because seven, eight years ago, there was a real uh, backlash against being so open about my visual impairment being part of who I am and what I do. And I lost friends, both sighted and blind, who were like, Either they were offended that I was using my blindness in my business or the side of people like, Max, you're too good for this. You don't need this kind of a hook to get over. Uh, so back then it was, it was kind of taboo and it's been interesting. I, I feel like I'm a little bit of a trailblazer in this area because over the last five, six years, uh, you've gone from nobody wanting to say that they're blind or in a wheelchair or autistic in their social media work to where now just about every time you look on your your feed you're finding somebody that has an emoticon or a, ta- a keyword in right. their profile or their description where they're openly admitting that they have a disability and trust me it was it was not that way six seven years ago when i when i became the blind blogger pretty much because everybody said i should be because it was a name i had already been using even if i didn't know i was using it kind of a thing so uh but that's the thing. If somebody comes along and gives you a really good brand name, because as you say, finding uh, your niche and owning it is difficult. Uh, uh, there are companies that spend there are companies that spend millions of dollars a year trying to in, enhance, increase, and protect their brands, and we don't have that kind of money. So right. if no. somebody comes along, <laughs> no. And, no, no, most no, of us no, don't. No, I agree with you. No, no. So. So if somebody comes along and gives you a name and, and people start to grab gravitate towards that name, 
Don't fight it. Just say uh, thank you and run with it, man. That's it. Well, Maxwell, we're coming to the end of our time. I want to thank you. All right. Really appreciate uh, what you've added, not only to our audience, but to me personally. Uh, because from when, when your, when your uh, profile popped up the first time, what attracted me uh, to everything you've done and still are doing, uh, it just shows that to, uh, to have a vision, you don't need to see. And many people who see don't have a vision. So uh, thank you for everything you have done and will do. And you can, be, you can bet we're going to be back on talking in on Talk to Brazil, okay? I will definitely look forward to that. And um, I'm hoping that some of your, your listeners are going to decide that they are not only uh, need to do podcast interviews as a way of sharing their story and promoting their brand or their passion, but they're going to decide that they need some help to do it right so that they they get the return on their time investment that uh, they deserve to get. Because I know that lots of people that are listening to this, I know y'all have powerful stories. You may not know they are powerful yet. Mm -hmm. I had to have somebody, I had to have somebody explain the power of my story to me before I started telling it. So I encourage people to reach out to me, go to the blindblogger.net, click on the contact form, send me an email. I'm not one of those people you have to be ready to buy something from or book or hire in order to talk to because just like going on this podcast, every time I open my inbox, I'm thinking I could be about to meet my next best friend. I could be about to have that next wonderful opportunity. And you don't get those if you don't talk to people. So if you heard something I liked, today, I said today and you liked it, fine. If you heard something I said today and you're like, Max, you're full of it, that's good too. <laughs> let's, just start, let's just start a conversation and see where it goes. Maybe podcast interviews ain't your thing. Maybe being a host is your thing. Maybe you want to support my network or my podcast, but we won't know unless we connect and talk and start the process of building that relationship. And I fully expect whenever I, I, I like to tell people, uh, for those of you who hate your inbox, it's because <laughs> you're, it's because it's because of your attitude, because here's the truth. This is the, this is one of the most important truths I share with people. The difference between spam and an opportunity is your attitude when you open that app. Mm -hmm. You know, I have gotten booked. I've gotten booked to, to give talks because I responded to something that other people would have thought was junk mail. Right. You know, so it, it really is a, about attitude. And I expect to meet good people. I expect to have great opportunities and experiences come into my life. And they usually come through the email. So, I look forward to hearing from some of your audience and I would, um, and also I, I look forward to uh, sharing our conversation and just one last thing without people like you, there wouldn't have been of a blind blogger. There wouldn't be this, what's your excuse saying? None of this would have happened because people wouldn't know who the heck I am. So thank you so much for being part of my continuing journey. Well, uh, it's my pleasure because now I know you and uh, to the point where you said you're full of it. You are, I have, I have to agree, <laughs> but you're full of inspiration and you're full of motivation. All right. So, I appreciate and when we do meet people, uh, that have challenges in their life and they can be many, uh, uh, what you have done, you have taken that challenge and turned it into success. And one of the other things I always say is success never walks alone. So with that, you are helping me become a success. Maybe my wish would be if I can help you. Uh, we've made each other's day. All right. That sounds like a wonderful uh, plan. 
and I couldn't think of a better goal. <laughs> so thanks again, Max, and we'll be back on Talk to Brazil in the future talking more, okay? Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay, and for our audience, again, you can find more about Maxwell Ivey, and it's Maxwell is M-A-X-W-E-L-L. The last name is I-V-E-Y. You can find him on LinkedIn and his site, which is theblindblogger.net blindblogger.net. You'll find his books and you'll also find the on-air uh, online course. Cafe Networking is brought to us by Focus Semi Market Intelligence, an agricultural market research specialist in Brazil. More information on their website, www.focusmi.com. Thanks for listening. Until the next time here at Cafe and Networking Podcast. <music>